Hey, hey, this is Lindsay from Stirrup Trouble. I'm one of your mucking mares. I wanted to just give you a little bit of a disclaimer for tonight's episode. We were not as timely as we would have liked to releasing it. So um, as we kind of talk about spring and different seasons, you'll know that it was timely at the time. Uh, we just happened to release it a little bit later than we, li- we would have liked. But we still felt like the information was relevant and you might want to take a listen. So enjoy. From Lachlan Farm. <laughs> and the crowd goes mild. It goes mild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. Hey. I'm Lindsay. I'm Anna. And I'm Alice. We're your mugging mares. We start. And why do we always say mucking mares? Because we're, we are the mucking mares. <laughs> no, but I mean, why do we say it like that? It was mucking mares. Uh, yeah, yeah it is. We're the mucking mares. How about that? We're the muck and mare. You sound less excited when you say it that way. And you're listening to Stir Up Trouble, our <laughs> podcast, Three Boss Mares and Some Horse Hockey. Yep, horse Welcome. hockey <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> uh, we really are on location at the farm again. We are. It's kind of become a more, more of a norm, actually. I like it. Um... Oh, you can find us on muckymares.com or muckymares on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All the socials. Yeah, we're on all the socials. Hey, I should probably get on Google Plus too. We're gonna, we'll be there. You can look for us on no Google Plus. No one's on too. Google Plus. Hey, but Google, Google likes um, it. Google. SEO. Yes, absolutely. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> we just <laughs> my go-to person. You can cut this out. Is kills Google Plus because of that very thing right mm-hmm. there. Google likes it. Well, that's all very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yes, spring has sprung. So we thought we'd kind of start this episode by talking about all of the hell that breaks loose once the weather starts to change. Because for me in particular, it, it is it's a, it's a tough transition. I'll be honest. Is it? It it is. How come? I am never prepared when things start to get warm, and um, I never dress appropriately. So I'm always like sweating like a pig. But I didn't bring anything else to change into, so I'm always just. <laughs> Very layers, Alice. I'm, layers. I am overdressed. But I think this is your first year of like really coming four times a week. Yeah. And so I think you'll I think you'll find that next spring might be a little bit easier it, for you. It might, it might, but maybe for everyone out there who is like me and just sort of discovering their barn legs. I don't know. <laughs> <Hooves. Sure. laughs> barn right. hooves. Um they, they they find it a little bit rough. So and underhydrated. So mm-hmm. um <laughs> always. Always. Um, but the other thing is, is owning this um, new horse, she grew like a yak coat over the winter. <laughs> and it has taken me so long to get her to shed out of it. She's actually like not typical of a thoroughbred either because she's got yes. all that long, hair. So much flowing like mermaid horse hair. Well, like and it, you know, she came from a cold place. So you would uh-huh. think that it wouldn't be like, oh my word, I have to grow this hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, she really she went, really went all beyond. in. All uh-huh. in. Grew all she the hair. She was like, don't worry guys, I'm just pretending to be a warm blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. She's like, I'm quiet like one, I'm just gonna go ahead and be a warm blood. Uh-huh. Yeah. Probably yeah. talking to Maddie. But anyway, so. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mine did not grow the hair. And he didn't, you know, get here too far after her. Mm-hmm. And he won't wear a blanket because he takes it off. And I don't know why. He wore one the entire time he was at the track. But he takes it off and eats it. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Lou was a little annoying at first, but we w- took her to a show and had her clips so early that I've just yeah. kind of had easy breezing when it comes to hair. Mm-hmm. Now, hormones, on the other hand, <laughs> usually this time of year, she's just a basket case. 
Although we've not quite reached her witching hour, which tends to be the end of April, beginning of May. Absolutely. So far, so good. Yeah, and you know. I think she's on a good streak, I think. The hair thing, too. Sorry to go back to that. On a side that y'all don't see is the blanketing on my part. Because I have four here that are body clipped, body clipped, which is not that many. I mean, a lot of times I'll have more than that. But that is the worst. Because you never know. Like, should I put a sheet on? Should I put a blanket on? Because they don't have any hair. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that's been really tough. I actually have five here. But that that was been really tough is just knowing because this season has been so strange. Yes. It has been. It's been, it's been like so weirdly warm all the time. It's either warm. Sorry, those are motorcycles. They go down our really nice country road um, for sightseeing during the spring. Because yeah. it's so um, pretty out here. And has been since like November. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, there is semi-cold, semi-warm, like a super comfortable day. There's like a little chilly, but still beautiful, like not a cloud in the sky. So you want to be out. And then I would imagine it's really hard because during the day you have the sun beating beating down. But then when you go out to feed and hay and water and blanket, you're expecting 40-degree weather Yeah, I mean, you just don't know. Which also throw it back to the hormones. It throws their hormones out of whack. Yeah, right. You know, because it'll get really warm. Like in January, I think it was December or January, it got really, really warm, unseasonably warm. And then they all went into heat, like all the mares. all went crazy. Which really just affected the geldings, (laughs) because then the geldings went nutso. They're like, ooh, hey. Like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I really do have things down there. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Um, so aside from the shedding and the personal problems, I suppose, adjusting attire, <laughs> um, other things that sort of affect me when it gets so much warmer is um, all of our little critter friends who decide to come out. Um, oh. And they decide it's warm enough for them to emerge and so raise you're little about hellions. Get, you're talking about the rats. I'm talking about R A T S rats. Yes. So also, let's talk about how not only do they come out in the spring, but we also la- we also lost our barn cat, so who was who was doing a decent well, job of keeping it bait. And we although we never, didn't know it. Well, we had never had. <laughs> well, it back to the cat in a second. We had never even had rats until like last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they came from because we never ever ever had rats. It's the drought. I think it was yeah, the drought. probably the drought. You're right. Mm-hmm. But you know, like we had a barn cat, but we also had the elusive stray cat Sarah Duvall <laughs> Sarah Duvall and he well, that's why right he named Sarah Duvall <laughs> um, one of our girls named him that and he would evidently have been coming into the barn killing at night okay. yeah, and we never was, saw him we well I would see him every once in a while but he no, was like always scooting across because it would always scare me because he looks like my house cat mm-hmm. who is not a house cat <laughs> so yeah so re- <laughs> a few months ago I'm I don't even know why. Why was I? Oh, it froze. It was a one weekend that was cold. Like the only weekend of the entire winter. Uh And the pipes froze. And so I had to climb a ladder on top of the bathroom to see if, like, you know, things were frozen or what was going on. And I'm petrified of rats. So I already had to, like, get the nerve up to (laughs) climb the ladder and look. And I kept telling myself, you know, there are no rats. You beat on things. They're not here. And if they are, it's not a big deal. And I climb up there, so I'm, I'm like, I've conquered the rats, and I look over, and there's a skeleton of a oh. freaking black cat on top of the bathroom. Oh. I remember. It was horrible. It was so bad. I mean, it, you were traumatized. I was traumatized. <laughs> you immediately <laughs> sent a picture and was like, this is what was smelling so 
bad <laughs> before. So our bathroom was was smelling horrific, and we thought something had died underneath where we couldn't get to it. We just well, couldn't find it. And there had it. been a rat that died in the ba- in the toilet. Yeah. So we just thought like this is what was happening. Well, now we know where the smell came from because that cat. That cat. I mean, that's barn life, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all! To just climb up and be like, oh, there's the apparently there's the feral cat. That it was, was so frightening. It was the most, and it had to be him because there was still a little bit of black fur left, but not mm-hmm. much. You said just was so like it was like panicked and in a. State it was of, in a very panicky it, position. It was a panicky well, frozen position to get like to die in. How did he get back up there? Because he didn't just. We don't. We don't typically leave out any sort of pesticides, poison. Like we don't no. leave anything like that out because the bar, the, the dogs are out all the time. But how did that cat be? Able, Get back up there. Did well, it get hit I've and had they like several, scurried back up? Or I would guess that because I've had several that have gotten hit by cars. And then I, the only way, like my, my ones who are a little more domesticated, the only way I found them was I just accidentally would find them. Like I found one under a tarp one time. You know, like just random. Aww. I just picked up the tarp and I'm like, and, and it was okay. Like she lived or whatever. But yeah, I mean, they tend to just go somewhere to like. To die. Die or just you know shake it off. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess true. they don't know. I don't, you know. Know. I don't yeah. know. All that to say is we didn't realize how many rats this cat was killing. Yeah, plus pumpkin cat who was here who has decided to he take really on a new wasn't home. doing a whole lot. He wasn't, but, but like it, yeah, it was the making two of them were making yeah. a dent because now they're everywhere. Now they're everywhere, and it's a bit of an issue. Yes. And I kind of feel like a psychopath because I keep killing them. <laughs> and it, well, and see, here is the dilemma, too. So we put out rat poison mm-hmm. up high where, like, none of the dogs or animals could get to it. Well, <laughs> now it's like, well, if we get cats, like, random feral cats, do we know that we have all the rat poison up? Because I don't remember everywhere I put it. Oh, I don't. You well, know? they're not even eating it either because they're like, they're, oh, not, they're just turning their nose up at it. The little old bastards. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that also means we need to well, there's we don't need to talk about on the podcast but there's so many things like just cleaning up make sure every bit of feed is up where possible we're you know, on we that knew, we knew, actually Don and I had a meeting about that yeah new lids and all that jazz we had a meeting about I that I believe it mm-hmm. but in in the meantime I'll continue to murder all that I find <laughs> <laughs> oh absolutely murder what you can absolutely oh and you know, barn life. Oh, barn life. Lucky mares. You know what I do? You know what I do as my, um, you know, I mean, I know you do too. But as as barn ladies, as barn girls, we all know that sometimes you just got to get dirty and do things that are a little nasty. It's just part of it. Just yeah. part of it. Mm-hmm. The things we do for those one-ton animals. I mean, right? <laughs> They're so spoiled. They are. We are killing rats for them. <laughs> <laughs> Alice had to like make sure I was okay. (laughs) It was really bad. She's like, I think you're about to pass out (laughs) or vomit. Either one. That's so funny. I was prepared for both. Mm -hmm. But um, she was, it was like she got up to me and put her hand on my shoulder, my hand. It was like, are you okay? (laughs) Like, I'm not. I'm going to (laughs) vomit. And it really is the first, like the closest I've been to it. It looks like a bald eagle. I'm so sorry. There. There's a bald eagle in the sky. <gasps> Shut up, it is. Shut up, it is. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. Pause. No? No. Now, if you do want to see some bald eagles. Hold on. We're just, 
we stopped and then we're back. It was not a bald eagle. It was, it was not, not a bald, a bald eagle. eagle. It was one of those no. long hair things. But if you do want to see some bald eagles, Gunnersville um, State Park has a nice little family that's taking up residence. Like, Gunnersville tourism. A little plug for the hometown. <laughs> well, you know, Old Donovan Valley has got eagles both towards one end and the other. Oh. Have I shown you all the pictures that I took when I was in Destin of the bald eagle? No. Uh-uh. We were just sitting there. So my friend has a house on the bay in Destin and... We were just sitting there. They, we've, we've had, we had a four-month-old and a three-month-old, so we weren't doing anything but, like, sitting inside, walking out to the water for five minutes and coming back inside. Um, we were sitting there, oddly enough, watching Scientology <laughs> documentaries. Oh, that, like, little were. series on the whatever Yes. It yes, it's freaky oh, stuff. So we're just, that, like, man. looking out. We'll talk about that when we're not recording. Mm-hmm. So there's this little... Um, little bitty window, and all we saw from the window was this bald eagle that was just, like... So I went out and got some pictures. It was so beautiful. There seems to be a lot more. You know, Berry College, so my alumni, has a pair that they have a live cam on all the time, mm. which is fun to watch. You can watch them have their babies and whatnot. Oh, that's my. Oh, speaking of that, has that stupid giraffe has, had his baby? I don't think so. But April, y'all, I thought it was a fake thing. Okay, like, the I funniest like, thing ever. Just <laughs> y'all, my brother on Snapchat, he gets on there as a giraffe. And it is hysterical. <laughs> and he tells about, I am not having my babies and all this kind of stuff. Oh, my and gosh. He acts like April, and it is so funny. This is funny. He's like, I'm this many tons. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> I have my baby when I want to have it. Really it can't. is so funny. It's funny. Okay, okay we, sorry. We, we have totally digressed. I'm sorry for whoever I kicked. Off. It's me. It's fine. Off the bunny trail. But I think we should also talk about the disappearance. Of the barn rat. Of the good kind of barn rat. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah, I, I this troubles that. me. I don't, this troubles I don't me. mean the old scurrying furry creature that I want to kill. I knew exactly they can die. what you're talking about. Or just go away and live elsewhere and don't bother me. That's also fine. <laughs> no, it, this is a, is a dying breed. When I was little, like we were actually, we had a tack ream with a big sign that said barn rats because we were literally the barn rats. Like we got there, mm-hmm. break of dawn, left, you know, as the sun went down, sometimes later. And it was every single day. I mean, like, we were never bored. We never had to ask for something to do. And I can remember, honestly, being afraid. We would all stand outside Jeannie's house. My trainer was named Jeannie, is named Jeannie. And we (laughs) all sat outside and would go, okay, no, you knock. No, you knock. No, you knock. Because none of us wanted to knock and ask anything. Because we never had to. I mean, we never asked anything. We would just always figure it out and go find a horse or whatever. And I can remember us all just sitting out there for, like, 15 minutes. And I always wondered, like, is she on the other side of that door going... Just rolling her eyes. You know she is. <laughs> <that's> Idiots. <what> you <laughs> you know she was. totally would be. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we lived there. I mean, that was just the thing. Yeah. My mom told I mean, I didn't really get into riding until later, until after, like, what would have been prime barn rat times. But my mom always told me stories about how she would walk, like, three miles oh, to the yeah. barn. And then she would stay all day. Yeah. She would pack a lunch. Stay mm-hmm. all day, and somebody would pick her up on the way home from work. Yeah, I mean, it was like a if she couldn't get a ride there, she'd walk and she'd stay all day doing whatever. Yeah, hopping on ponies bareback, taking them on trail rides, actually training rides, doing what she's supposed to do for her horses. Yeah, but literally just hung just out. hung out. And like we would, we had a carpool system, and we come we we lived down or where the farm was in Birmingham. There's this little highway that goes all the way, kind of. I guess it's technically east to west, right? West to east. West to east. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. It feels like north to south. And <laughs> it does, is it not? Mm-hmm. So, but we would have a carpool system and like people would pick up all the way down the road and then drop off for the whole day. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we had little meeting points and all this stuff. And we just, that's all we did, you know? Sounds Sorry. like a lovely life. Parking lot coming in. Parking lot, yeah. I'm not parking lot. Did you see Romulus just block and tackle Eddie? <laughs> Look at his face. He just blocked Eddie. Like literally just went boom and blocked Eddie from running up to the car. But then he but then Eddie like bobbed and weaved and Romulus was like, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> They're all fighting over here in the car. Look at him. <laughs> And they're like, oh, it's a ball. It had nothing to do with Eddie or the car. It was the ball. Mm-hmm. He did knock Eddie out of the way. Okay, the he all. needed the tennis ball. Okay. You can edit that out. Sorry, let's revert back. <laughs> <laughs> so I also so I had a friend, too, kind of who got me back into writing as an adult was a girl that I worked with. And she was talking about how she went to Alabama. And this was the time when Alabama just had the club, club yeah. equestrian team. Wait, they had a club equestrian team while we were there? Yeah. What? We didn't know. I know. <gasps> but it was small. It was very small. It was very, very, very small. I blame Mike Shula. <laughs> Suck. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You really don't. He's cute, though. He is very cute. <laughs> so she was telling me about how she was like, I was never good enough to ride on the team, even at the club level. But she said, I would just go there and be yeah. like, can I can I um, clean up stalls? <laughs> can I muck some stalls? Can I, like, owl lunch? Like, that's how much she wanted, you know, when she was at school, that's how much she wanted to be around horses. And she, you know, obviously proved to them that she could do something. Right. So she did. Um, I don't know. And I just think about, like, that level of love and passion just maybe doesn't exist. And I don't know why. Um, I don't think that, uh, I think there's a lot to it. I think part of it is they I don't think the kid, this generation really appreciates what they have right there at their fingertips, you know? I mean, I think that, like, like whereas we were like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I was telling Lindsay the other day in a lesson, my friend and I leased a horse together, which meant we rode together. You know, we rode carpool together. So at lessons twice a week, one rode the horse one lesson and the other rode the other lesson. And we had this little tiny pony and my friend had really long legs and the pony was so tiny when she jumped, my friend's legs would hit the jumps and knock knock them down. Like that's how (laughs) tiny this horse was. But we didn't care. Like none of us ever complained because we were like, oh my gosh, we've got a horse to ride, you Uh know? And then when we rode those, we'd get on other ones and we didn't care if it was bad or anything. We didn't care. Like it was such a... Oh my gosh! I just get to ride the horse, yes. even if it was bad. And if if it was bad and we actually conquered it, that was like a big deal. And like, uh, we're watching barn rats, <laughs> the real kind, the and they've kind. just taken their boots off and they're running courses. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but like, we would um, <laughs> oh, that's cute. As, as in their sock feet. As much as we're um, talking crap about them, there are two barn rats in the barn currently that we're watching, and they don't know we're watching. And they're so cute. And they've taken off their rubber boots. are all sitting. Alice, why don't you take a picture? Oh, my gosh. For show notes, please take a picture. Their rubber boots are sitting to the entryway of the indoor arena, and they've tossed them, and now they are running jumps in their socked feet. I love it. I love it. Yeah. These are the times where you're like, you know what? There may not be as many, but maybe the ones that are here count, but... 
I don't know. I think it's the not whole, the same. It's not the same. It's just you know, like because because she walked one of the ones that are in there in the arena now walked in and was like, so what do I do? They don't know what to do, and you know, like I think one one thing that changed too, like when kids get popped by an electric fence, they actually come and tell you, like, oh my god, I got popped for like. Electric fence, and I'm like, so I got popped by electric fence last week for the first time in a really long time, and I was—I don't know if you probably heard me. I went, I went, wow! I actually did hear that. (laughs) I did, and I just kept on moving. But you know, I mean, like when I was little, that was like the rites of passage. You know, I mean, like you never complained about it because it was like, and you can't talk about it until you have, you know. Well, I'm like, if I went to Jeannie and said I got popped by the electric fence, she'd be like, all right, she'd be like. Why are you telling me this? Because <laughs> right. she got popped daily, you know? And I yeah. guess it was a different understanding maybe too of Yeah. What went on. Yeah, I think so too. Um All right, I'll not clerking. So I feel like the reason to me, this is completely my opinion. So I feel like there are no barn rats or as many and not to the level that there were before. Because I think as you know, I, I think the ones in there are, what, 10 and 13? Mm-hmm. Something like that. They still have access to everything. Yeah. Access to all the things. Access to something that's stimulating their brain at all times. And something that no matter what happens, if they need the answer to something or if they need something fixed, like whatever they need, they can pull out their phone they can search for it, and there it is. Instant gratification. Absolutely. It's that instant gratification. They don't have to go out there and, like, I don't want to say work because, I mean, I'm a millennial. Alice is a millennial. I know people that, like, that's what gets pegged with millennials. Right. Is that they expect instant gratification and be happy and be everything's roses and sunsets. But I think that, like, especially for this age, it's truly instant gratification and there's so many other things I can be doing I could be playing games on my phone I could be like everything is there's so much tips. well and, and there's like 80 gazillion extracurricular activities you're pressured to be a part yeah, of but I'm talking yeah. about it's like and constant stimulation and they don't know how to just come here and be no uh uh-uh. uh and they, they need to be told what to do and like as a non-millennial because I'm a little older than y'all Y'all are kind of an exception, too, and I'm not like dog and millennials at all, but it's a choice. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can choose, and I talk to the girls about this a lot, you can choose to be labeled in a negative sense, mm-hmm. or you can choose to be... Absolutely. ...to work with that instant gratification and use it for good. And I think, you know, and I'm not bragging on my child. If anybody knows me, I'm probably harder on her than anybody at the barn. Yeah, just watch Absolutely. the lesson in it, and you're... you're so <laughs> much harder on her. But you know what? It's paid off. But... <laughs> You know, she doesn't have access to, like, we do not have a computer sitting in the middle of the house that she can get on. She has to ask for permission, mm-hmm. and it's only for school. She Y'all has a little tablet, and half the time I hide the charger so she can't. Yeah, yeah. we don't have cable. <laughs> we have internet, and we have the movie, you know, the yeah. I whatever Apple TV. Yeah. And at any point, though, I can go and plug that little box. She There's nothing, you know? So, I mean, I think so it's a little different. Outside. Even though she lives here... It's different. I mean, I think, because I, I know, like, she'll ask ahead of time, hey, what are we doing this weekend? I want to spend the whole day with the horses. So I know that even if I didn't live here, she would still be wanting to be dropped off of the mm-hmm. barn because that's just what she knows. Right. She doesn't know that kind of stuff. Right. And I think it's a choice, and I think it's a parent choice also of, of hey, take it away. You don't have to let them have it all the right. time. And I think that, you know, 
the the girl that's here now, I think her mom made a great choice. She pulled. She didn't even come in the gate. No, she just pulled up and <laughs> pulled was up like, and "Get out!" Wrapped her little booty off, <laughs> and now she's and she's gone. And she's been gone for yeah, like hours. She's like, "I got a meeting. See ya." <laughs> Which is awesome. It's awesome, you know. Yeah, and I think she's not gonna. She's not going to feel the full effects of horse ownership and having her own pony. Right. Without that. And I think a difference, too, is, you know, when I was little and dropped off, we didn't have cell phones. There was one phone mm-hmm. in the barn. Right. And it was also the house phone. Uh-huh. So, like, if you picked up the phone and somebody was on it, you better put it right back down. You know? I mean, <laughs> right. so there was no, like... You better have an emergency reason for yeah. using this genie's phone. <laughs> there was no phone. Like, we would go off and, like... I know y'all don't live here. We're in a valley right now, and probably, what, two miles one direction and two miles the other direction are two other valleys. We would go from one over the mountain and then over the mountain again by ourselves at, like, 10 and 13, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, it was just not a big deal. None of us had cell phones. And I think that's kind of affected it, too, is like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, I can't drop you off because you don't have signal, or Miss Anna might not be there or whatever. Even though there's people all over near us, because we're, like, super close to people, and they all uh-huh. know the farm. Right. They could run any time, you know, right, 100 feet well, and find I a person. Think, I mean, this can go into, like, this whole other soapbox that I have about, like, survival. Literally yeah. freaking survival. Like, let's just say, hypothetically, no one else was here. We all left because, you know, Phoebe's mom dropped her off and left. Let's yeah. Say, let's, let's, Sophie. <laughs> I thought her Sophie. name was Sophie. <laughs> so, she owns Brownie. <laughs> <laughs> so Sophie's mom dropped her off, and let's say we all left. Let's say we all left, and because she's thirteen-ish, I don't know mm-hmm. she something like exactly, that. She went out there and was like, "I'm going to put this. I'm going to put this jump off and off. I've got a new horse who, or new to jumping horse, not yeah. necessarily a new horse, but new to jumping horse. But say that like she falls off, something happens." Does she know that within 50 yards? That's what I wonder. Are three people that would be more than willing yeah. to help? She could she, she could yell and, and somebody, somebody would come. Right. But I don't yeah, I don't think that's something that goes through kids heads anymore. Well, no, no, no. And I don't know that it would have would have it for me at that point, but I think it, I would have been so reactive that I would have said survival Says, Who's nearby? Do this. What? Yeah. But are they conditioned that way? I don't know. I'm. I'm saying. I, I think. Don't know. I think. I think that because of the instant gratification, they're not. Yeah. I think it goes back to. But my cell phone's not here, and it doesn't work. So how what do, do you I do? communicate? How do I communicate? <laughs> how do I communicate if it's not here? Yeah, we laugh, but I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I find myself doing it. You know, like, I'll go on the trails. Like, I love to take one of our really old horses off on the trails because he doesn't care about anything. And to get to our trails, it's kind of like going through Vietnam. Oh, I did it once. I hated it. It's really <laughs> you stressful. You were so uncomfortable the whole time. I was time. so uncomfortable. Really well, stressful. it wasn't my horse. It was a horse I was leasing at the time. And there were all those dogs that weren't yes. there before. He, even though Taz is Taz like, doesn't care. care. Taz is my other choice for, for this because mm-hmm. he doesn't care whenever the bombs go off and there's 18 dogs biting his heels. He's like, yeah. whatever. We See should ya. do it again. He likes a trailblaze, by the way. Mm-hmm. Loves it. Um, yeah, we got on some bad trails one time. But anyway, <laughs> but you know, but even I get back there and go, oh my gosh, I don't have my cell phone or my cell phone's not, you know, didn't have coverage or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not an idiot. And you're not. I could totally anyone. survive. It's not like I'm in, you know, I don't know, Mongolia. No. <laughs> 
literally back in the trails that we have over there, those um, yeah. four-wheeler trails, you could scream. You could scream and somebody and could somebody hear you. somebody could yes. hear you, especially the way the valleys are built. Y'all, not some, built, sometimes exist. I let y'all know how loud I laugh, and y'all will all learn how loud I laugh because I cackle. <laughs> I have had phone calls before. Hey, is everything okay? <laughs> because I've laughed so hard in this very place where we're sitting, mm-hmm. and someone in this valley heard it and was like, oh my gosh, are you alive? Did a horse kill you? <laughs> True story. Because people know the farm. They know what could happen, I guess. Right? Yeah. I mean, they do. That's the thing is other people are aware because you know why? They live here. And like, I was about to say know. they're all country people too. They're all, you know. But funny enough, they're not. They're they're country with a little bit of a metro understanding. Well, because they, this is, this these were their country homes. Did y'all know uh-huh. this? Mm-hmm. You can cut this. But this was their country homes. Did y'all know that? They were all from Cahaba Heights. They were Mountain Brook, Cahaba Heights people. And they just, then they moved here? This was their country home. So when they retired, they all moved out here. Oh. That's why you get, especially in this side of the street, a little more educated crowd. That That's makes why sense. that that creek and all that where I bought yeah. this land from. Yeah. Brownie's owners surprised me, actually. Oh no, she was she I knew her from high school because she had big, fabulous hair. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a drum major of the Chelsea High School band. Oh my goodness. Ah. And she was itty bitty and did all these twirls and, and little flips and whatnots and she led the band. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, they like that that's where her parents, all of them, they moved out here from Gob Heights. There was also a point I wanted to make about um you know, everything is Cyclical, mm-hmm. cyclical. You all know what I'm saying. God, that's a hard word. Cyclical, cyclical. Everything moves in a cycle. Is that what yes. you're saying? Yeah. I think I said it right the all first time. And then when I doubted myself, I was like, <laughs> I doubt you, T. I'm sorry. <laughs> cyclical. There. Done. If I don't think about it, I say it just like writing. If I don't Done. think about it, I can do it beautifully. <laughs> um, I think that we are going to see two things. I could totally, I could totally be wrong. But I feel like we're going to see two things. We're going to see a version of the barn rat who is how it used to be because they're revolting against. I can see that. Because think about like now, like I'm a little over 30. Mm-hmm. All of my friends take incessant pictures of their children. Like to the point where oh, yeah, it gets annoying. To the point where they're like a little over a year and they're like, no, don't take a picture of me. And they turn their head. So think about them as like free thinking Right. humans, they're going to be like, no pictures, no phones. Like, you're going to have this whole generation of people that are like, get out of my face. I agree. Yeah. So you're going to see that. And then I think you're going to see a, on the other side, a generation of parents, like, who I, who I genuinely totally hope to be, of a, give me your phone. I don't want you to be so connected. I'm going to drop you off at Miss Anna's. And yeah. if you genuinely need something, Miss Anna's not there. I want you to look both ways and then run across the street. Figure it out. <laughs> or I want you to, like, run across the dirt road yeah. and figure it out. Like, and almost get to that opposite, opposite end of, of, like, for, like, one side of it, I think, is the kid-generated. And the other side is the, the parent-generated. Because I also know other people that are my age that are, are they feel the same way. That, are, you know, they don't want their kids to be... So connected, and they want to be able to push their kids outside and be like, go have fun. Go figure out something to do with your friends. 
Well, I think you're right. I mean, because we, I've seen that before. I mean, I've already, I've, oops, sorry. I keep kicking poor Lindsay. Um, but I think. I guess my long legs. Good I know, you long legs. Um, and my little short legs. They have like one little area they can go. But um, yeah, I've already been probably three or four generations of parenting just because of how it rolls over. You mm-hmm. know, it's not yeah. a full generation, but you know. But yeah, I mean, because we saw that before with just, even the whole, um, even though this kind of ties into it, that everybody gets a trophy and all that kind of stuff. Praise, praise, praise. Oh, everything's great. You know, but now we we're getting... you're great, then you'll want to be great. Yeah, but the, this set of parents don't, they don't want that. Like, uh-huh. they, they truly don't want that. You know, even though the kids may be kind of used to it. Right. I think it's more... Actually, I don't think these kids are used to it because I think that's more y'all's generation of just everybody's happy. You're so good. You did a great job. I think it was shortly after my generation. Yeah, it was probably a little bit after y'all. Yeah. Because I think the most of the kids that I taught were probably, they're probably now mid-20s, early mm-hmm. 20s, mid-20s. I don't know. They still kept score when I played soccer. So As they should. Yeah. <laughs> Always. But yeah, I mean... I remember one time. We should edit that out. That's not nice. No, I don't think it. I think it's perfectly normal. Because I had I had a parent one time tell me that like I wasn't saying, and y'all, if if y'all know me as a trainer, I'm tough, but like I'm nothing like some of these nasty trainers. And they actually told me that you're not saying enough good for bad. And I'm like, like we're in a freaking sorority. Then bye, again. go away, bye, yeah. see ya. Yeah. So in our sorority, we went through rush. Sorry if I'm telling secrets. I'm not saying anything about anything. You couldn't say it positive with like you couldn't say a negative without a positive. Right, and, and that's I, yes. I, I think that that's okay carrying through life. I think that if you're going to criticize, you should also offer up some. Right, you're doing that well. Something supportive. You don't want to break. Or, like, you don't want to break them down completely, but also like you are supportive to the extent of like you also know the variations in age. Like the young kids, you're. And I've noticed this. I don't know if you know. I noticed this, or if I've ever said this out loud. But like you do really good with the young kids of saying, in a playful way, of yay, but let's try <laughs> this next time. You do that so well, but I think you progress even better as the age gets better, as the age gets older, because they can handle a little bit more. And I think that's what makes you a good trainer is that you can say, at this level, with the five, six, seven, eight year olds, you know, yay, but let's yay, try you. This. Yeah. And then you get into 11, 12, and you're like, you push a little bit harder and you give a little bit less of a yay, you. Because it's expected. Because it's, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. And then you get up to like 15, 16, 17, you're like, you've been doing this for so long. I'm going to, I'm still going to tell you when you do well, but you also ought to know because you've been riding horses this long, there's always something to be better at. Right. Well, and I think, and I guess this is me in general, and I feel like there's a lack of this just a little bit, is that. I shouldn't have to praise a seven-year-old for saying thank you or yes, ma'am. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. think that's a, a struggle. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we can go on a tangent about all the things related to barn rats because we were barn rats. We want people to be happy and excited and, and love the things that we loved. And, I, you know, I think that's a generational thing. I think that... I think it's the love of the horse that makes us... Yeah. Well, so. I'm trying to be a barn rat as an adult because I did not get the opportunity as a child. No, I am so too. And it, that, it's, um, you know, it's just trying to 
recapture that, you know? And it's like these no. kids that have the opportunity, why don't you take advantage of it, you stupid kids, you know? <laughs> no, I agree with that. And I think that that's why, like, some of my favorite days, and I think back, my favorite days of being here mm-hmm. are the days that, like, I hang out just a little bit longer. And uh, even though I might not love killing rats, but... <laughs> but those are the best days. Right. I mean, like, that sounds so dumb, but those right. are the days, like, They're I remember that I'm like, ugh. And my favorite days are the days that, like, when Alice and I have been here and maybe a couple of kids that have, like, randomly come in at the same time mm-hmm. and we've all played in the indoor. Yeah. Um, those are the times I remember. And, and even though I'm an adult playing with a <laughs> 15-year-old, I'm still hanging out with the horses. Oh, and I'm yeah. still feeling connected. And I, I think that there is – I literally could talk for hours and hours and hours upon hours about having a human connection. And I – I think that I find that more here because there's not there are not so many distractions, and I think I want Absolutely. these kids to find it yeah. too. And they're without, genuine connections, right? But that's what, that's what I was gonna say. Is that like to them, connection is commenting on Instagram or a Snapchat, like mm-hmm. likes of all the things. And right, and I think that How like many likes? and I think that as a, I mean I like as a likes kid, too, but you forget. And I know you have, and I know you have an opinionist and kind of a statement about this too, but. They forget that while that may be a connection, that person probably tried tried twenty times to get that right thing before they pushed published. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it was the perf it was the best of what they did. They don't see the mistakes. They don't see the how they didn't get it right the first time. And the time. hard work that went in went in it. You right. Know? It's just and like, like my best friends now in the horse community were barn rats. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't connect through Instagram or anything yeah. else. It was you know, painting fences and cleaning out barns mm-hmm. and stuff we didn't really want to do, killing rats, you know. <laughs> well, even as an outsider, like, there are things that, like, you and Ellen, like, even just the, the show, who we were recording at the show, and you were talking yeah. about, like, what does Jeannie say about porta-potties? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. those are things I mean, that y'all share as right. barn rats together back in the day. You know, it wasn't that long ago. Like, I think that they're... There's something, and I'm really thankful to have Alice, who's also kind of in the same position oh, yeah. I am, yeah. to come in and kind of be a new barn rat as an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it's hard as an adult. And I think sometimes we get madder about it because like, even though I'm here all the time, I get mad when people take it for granted because sometimes I'm having to work other people's horses and feed other people's horses and take care of other people's horses, and I don't get to just go play on my own. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes as adults and as y'all now teaching too, yeah, you get on even a little more fired up because mm-hmm. right. you're like, go play, just yeah. go enjoy <laughs> your horse. You can, you know, right? Well, and I think that you know I don't want to go down too terribly of a rabbit hole with this one either, but you know I do all the scheduling here, and I get so frustrated because it is like, oh well, there's this and there's this and there's this and then there's this that always gets put in front of whatever sort of schedule that they have here, even for scheduled lessons. Like, you know, there's basketball and there's soccer and there's softball and there's piano and, like, there's just all the things. Yeah, and so I, you know, like I said, I go down a rabbit hole about how as kids now I feel like they try to do all the things, which makes them master of none. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I struggle because I'm like – if you really wanted to do this and if you really cared about it as much as you're exuding through your emails, you'd make the time. 
not chastise me because right. I don't have the time that you want available. Well, that was always the thing with my mom. My mom was pretty strict, but was so very loving. Like she was a favorite mom to have around, but you pick, you know, mm-hmm. you pick. Yep. If you, I did piano and I did horseback riding and that was always a thing was, you know, that's fine. You can do them both. But if you're really wanting to horse show or you're really wanting to go compete in the piano, pick one. You're not going to do both. Pick one. Right. Because you've got to focus on something. But I think that did bring out what was the most important, Mm -hmm. you know, because in the end I chose the horses, you know, and the piano is still something I love to do and I still do it religiously. But that was, you know, Mm -hmm. the cream kind of rose to the top and it was ponies. (laughs) Um, so I feel like this was not as funny, but <laughs> I think <laughs> definitely a topic that need. I think that will I touch think it need to be all addressed. the horse world for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it needed to be addressed. Yeah, for I sure. Even, I don't know that this was like the purpose of the episode. It just uh, it just happened. We it went happened. down a rat trail, a rat trail, oh, not a bunny did. trail. It's not eek, as nice eek, as a bunny eek, trail. Eek, eek. Oh, no, I don't do that. <laughs> Little squeaky monsters. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, let's. Let's wrap it up on this lovely Sunday evening. With one um, good thing. Yep. One good thing. Who wants to start? Well, I didn't want to go first. Okay. I'll go first. So mine is actually not horse-related. Kind of is, but isn't. because I thought they were supposed to be horse-related. Oh, yeah, but it is. They don't have to be. Okay. Okay. So. Ooh, I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so my husband and I do not share a, any hobbies whatsoever. He's very... Just whatever about mine. Like, I, he's, I understand you love it. Go for it. Whatever. Please don't spend $10,000 on a horse. But other than that, <laughs> go for it. Um, we're the same way. We don't spend a lot of time together because we're so independent. And so sometimes we have to check ourselves. <laughs> Be like, hey, I would like to see you. We haven't designated date nights because of that. You know, we just have to make the effort. So I had a Saturday away from the barn this weekend. And... Um, my husband and I went to breakfast, and we were just, you know, chatting about, you know, how do we continue to, I don't know, we're always on the quest for being better. It's just the way our personalities are, constant betterment of life. Um, and he's a big road biker. You know, he is, was actually super sad because on Saturday when we were at breakfast, he was supposed to be riding a century, which is biking a hundred yes. miles. Yeah, that's crazy town. It's insane. Who wants to do that? He does because he's so competitive <laughs> and he, I don't know. I don't know. It's bizarre to me. Anyways, so road biking is one of his things. Well, I know that I'm very rarely going to ever get him on a horse and I don't know if I necessarily want him no. on a horse here all the time. You're good. But I still want to spend time with him. So um, we started talking about ways we could spend some time together and I thought, you know what would be great for me? Like, let's just ride bikes because I can work on my core. I can do some cardio and I can spend time with him and let him kind of teach me, you know, let him be kind of be the leader in, in that whole sense of this new hobby I'm apparently taking on. He really is just trying to get you into some tight shorts. You realize that, right? <laughs> I don't know that they're really what that sexy. Evs, because <laughs> that was the smartest thing you've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so I've been impressed with you for like the past. Oh, it's only been like 24 hours, but it's been a lot of being impressed. <laughs> yeah, because you don't get impressed often. Uh-huh. And I've overwhelmed myself with my impressedness of you. Yeah, if I'm, that any even makes sense. It does. It does. It does. And I appreciate that because, you know, I, I like to think that I'm I'm doing the right thing for us, and and I really. 
really do enjoy it like yesterday. I know. That's what made the whole thing so great. Yeah. We rode our bikes from our house to the brewery. Two breweries, actually. I'm impressed you just said die. that twice and didn't mess it up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it once. Mm-hmm. Say it Try. again. Say it. Brewery. I can't do it. <laughs> Bre- I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Bre- Slow down. Brewery. Bre- I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. You have to I'm so... I can't. There's to be R. So I have an R problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's gonna come out? What is gonna come out? Team of yours. <laughs> oh my god. Brew. <laughs> Brew. That's the first part. Uh huh. Er. Brewery. Yay! Yay! I said it. I'll never really say it again. <laughs> yeah. So plus is that we rode our bikes from our house to two breweries. Minus is the fact that I almost died going up the two hills <laughs> to get there. But also plus is that I didn't die. So there you go. There's Snap. my happy. Snaps for Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's next? I don't know. I don't, Do you I don't know go? either. I, I suppose. I mean. You got to go. I, surely something good happened. Well, I spent about an hour de-shedding my horse today, and I probably got off an, enough hair to weigh the size of a small dog. So that's that's a positive, I that's think. That's a big plus. Well, because she hadn't acted like she wanted to shed, even though it is hella hot outside right now. So <laughs> I was really worried about my little yak thoroughbred that I have. Here, so. so she's looking better. That's a positive. That is a positive. Yeah, it is. Um, I didn't get to play much with the horses this week because we had storms mm. yeah. and all the things shut down this week. But it was kind of fun. Like, what day was that? That's how my week is. Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday was a stormy day. So Tuesday night, I got about three to four hours of sleep and brought the horses in at like 3 a.m. And I go back out and I literally was in like a stupor. Could not walk in a straight line kind of stupor. I was so tired. And I walk out, and all of the horses are like, ah, there's storms coming. And I walk into the indoor arena, and we have this little pony named Gravy, which we've mentioned before because he has a cute little pink nose. We need to add him. <laughs> she likes to make out with I do. I like to make out with him. We need to put him in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. He deserves a picture. So anyway, I walk into the indoor arena, and he was unconscious asleep. He was so <laughs> asleep. Unaffected. His little mouth was like all pushed up and like sand was all in it, you know, and his little nose was all squinched and he was falling asleep and like falling over and like waking back up. It was just the cutest thing ever. No. <laughs> and it was just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of reminded me that, hey, you don't have to freak out that much about the weather. Mm-hmm. I just freak out. I, not about the weather. I'm, that doesn't bother me. I just want them to be safe, you know. Mm-hmm. I constantly yeah. worry about and their I safety. I there's a little bit of uh, anxiety too because you know all that has to go into the weather. Well, yeah. and it's, it's like so many things. I mean, like, because you've got the stalls to clean, all that kind of mess, mm-hmm. muck and mares. But then you've got like, what if you do leave a horse out because you think it's going to be okay and it gets struck by lightning. I mean, because that's happened yeah, in our absolutely. city a lot. No, I know. I know a lot. A, a person who has about 10 horses and two of two of them yeah. have been struck by lightning. Well, and usually they get struck together because it mm-hmm. goes to the shoes and hits the other one because mm-hmm. they're like bunched up together. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of stress with that too because I'm like, ugh, how do I call them? And yet they don't really pay for a full board enough to keep them inside. You know, so it's a big like business yeah. side mm-hmm. versus the personal and... Yeah animal 
whatever, caretaker, <laughs> husbandry, yeah. because shepherdess. You care. Because you care. Yeah, I do care about them. I like so that was kind of nice. Shepherdess. You like that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was kind of fun just to come in and see him unconscious right. while there was hell storms going on because he was yeah. just like, whatever, I'm safe. I know I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And that was Lou passed out in the arena, That was actually gravy. Oh, was it? Yes. That was like a big horse. Oh, it was a little gravy. Oh. <laughs> He's just real chunkers when he hits the ground because all that fat rolls everywhere. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. I really did think it was her because it was a big horse. I know. No, it was oh. little gravers. Well, there you go. Yep. Cool. Cool. Okay, well, let's wrap this up. What was it ended up being more serious than we? I know, <laughs> I know. We don't want to be like Debbie Downers. No, but. I think that's a good conversation to have, though. I think so too. I, I think, think it was. Relate. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That's it. That's all. Great. Bye. Bye bye. Happy trails, y'all. Stir Up Trouble is proudly a Mucking Mare production with music from Jerome Walls. 